0: Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's Where's the Lemonade? lemonade. Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares.
1: Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. On today's episode...
0: Nacho Parenting.
1: Nacho! What was that? Nacho Libre. Nacho! (gasps)
0: Okay, Paige came up with an idea to talk about. It's called Nacho Parenting. So I got really excited about this because I got my chips.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I got my dip. I'm having nachos today.
1: You are so funny. I know. When I was like, hey, let's do our Nacho Parenting uh, episode, he's like, wait, I'll be right back. And he ran and got chips and salsa.
0: These are good.
1: (laughs) Right. Just what the listeners want to hear is, Chewing.
0: I know, I really like this salsa. If this is
1: what Nacho Parenting is, I think we're all in.
0: Yep. Brought to you by Tostitos and Cantina Salsa from Winko.
1: Okay, so we've heard about Nacho Parenting, and maybe some of you are like, what the heck is that? Um, we'll tell you in a second. We've always thought when we heard... Yeah, we always thought that can't possibly work. Nacho parenting can't possibly work. But I think that we've only heard about the extreme um, instances of nacho
0: parenting. Which basically the extreme one says, those aren't my kids. I'm not going to parent them. Yes. Too bad.
1: Too bad. So, But after a dive um, into what it really is, um, I'm not totally against it. I, in fact, I can see why some families would decide to adopt
0: this type of parenting in a blended family. I, I can totally see why they would. I, I can see adopting parts of it. But all right, let, we'll, we'll go through it and, and decide. But first, let's define what nacho parenting really is.
1: Okay. So nacho, what is nacho-ing?
0: Nacho-ing. <laughs> It's just so funny. I told you.
1: How did they come up with that? Anyway. So the Facebook response is usually nacho kids, nacho problem, which I think is what that's what we always thought, right? Yes. Well, stepkids can definitely be a problem for you. Even if you decide in your head that they're not, it definitely can still be a problem for you. So it's, it's nacho kids, nacho responsibility. It's so funny saying it. Nacho. Okay. So it's more it's not your responsibility than not your problem. Does that make sense? So the stepkids are not the responsibility of the stepparent. So just, have I, an I'm, open I'm, mind. I'm
0: trying. Have I'm an trying. open
1: mind. Um, so the Nacho Kids Method is a philosophy and I can't say that word right. Meth-o-
0: Methodology.
1: <laughs> I, I cannot get I that know. word right. For blended families that consist of proven techniques and strategies.
0: Um, proven the, How? Well, I don't know. How is anything proven? I don't know. I think I think it's funny that they say a proven techniques well, and strategies." Don't they?
1: You you say that all the time when you, in your work.
0: I know, and I know it's bogus. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just think it's interesting. Well, what what is the end result that you're trying to get?
1: Well, I mean, I think when they're saying proven techniques is probably counselors, mar- you know, a marriage and family therapists have suggested to do this Nacho parenting, and if they feel like it's working. Right. I mean, I, to me, that that would be how it's proven. Like, oh, this family was having a hard time. Now they're doing nacho parenting. And now yeah,
0: nacho pa- for me as a step parent, nacho parenting, says not my what not my kid, not my responsibility. I have no accountability to anything bad they do. Great. I have no accountability. Of course, I'm going to feel good about that. I think I think it's a crock.
1: Okay, but we haven't we haven't gone into. I
0: haven't read any articles. (laughs) This is going
1: to be a fun episode, then. Yes, because you have such an open mind. Wow. Okay. Well, prove me wrong. So I'm still I'm still telling what it is. Okay, sorry. So it's the psychology of human interaction, the mind, personalities, personal life experiences, and a track record of positive client results. Okay. The
0: client being the parent or the child. I don't know. I I don't know.
1: All right, interesting. So nachoing, as it is often referred to as nachoing, nachoing, or using the nacho kids method, is stepping back from situations that cause you or your blended family uh, stress. And realizing when you have no control, you actually have the ultimate control. And that is how you let it affect you. And I know. I know
0: my kids are being bad I'm just going to walk away (laughs) and have no responsibility whatsoever Oh, yeah, that no, that did
1: sound funny when I just said that.
0: Now I know. Well, that's their like, philosophy.
1: It's you know, Whatever's causing you stress, just step, step back. Step back. Wow. Parents so. do
0: this today. You don't need a blended family to do this. You can nacho show, show problem
1: your own kids. No, it's not nacho problem, it's nacho responsibility. You
0: can nacho responsibility to your own kids. I think you're the co- other. You're I think, causing
1: me stress. I'm going to step back and let someone else take care of you.
0: What was it? Sam was joking around. I'm going to call CPS, and I said, "Please, please do. They could take the responsibility away of raising kids from me." Okay, but
1: I still, I still am sticking with what I said when I very first um, looked into this. That I still feel like this can be a benefit to some families, not to everyone.
0: I, I, but tol- to some families. I, I totally agree, and I think there's aspects of this that. I think in parenting in general, not just step parenting, I think there's some aspects of this that might be beneficial.
1: Well, because you have to remember when we got um, married mm-hmm. and we had teenagers and then we had little kids, We ca- it was kind of nacho parenting with the teenagers. You you parented your kids and I parented my for teenagers. Kind of. I mean, it was. It wasn't like a, a, a clear cut, like yours, mine, but... It, it pretty much was.
0: You know, it's interesting. I still felt very responsible for your kids.
1: Well, I know you feel a responsibility, but you stepped back when, uh, in a lot of parenting decisions, and you let me take, especially if it was something that I had to come down hard on. You know what I mean? we And I let you do the same with your kids because yeah. the teenage, teenagers were already having a hard time.
0: But we agreed on those sorts of yes, things.
1: Yes, right. Well... So you would agree on the nachoing too? It's not like
0: well, no, but I mean, even with like even when there were situations that you had to do with your kids, the teenagers, right? Yeah. And you and I would talk about it, and then you go, "All right, we we got to do this." And then sometimes I said, "I really want you to do this," and you go, "No, that's not going to work," right? Right. So yeah. we talked we about it. We discussed it. Yeah. I want to make sure that people don't come in and says nacho, I'm completely disconnecting from my stepkids.
1: And from my spouse, and from my spouse,
0: re- around talking even about the kids, right. I think that's harmful to your relationship. I don't
1: think that, that I don't think that that's what is this is
0: referring to. But I, I don't. think that's what extreme nacho parenting. That's extreme. Did.
1: Yes, we're not talking about extreme. We're
0: well, I want to make extreme. sure that people don't don't go that route because yes. I think it's a bad route. Yes,
1: I think that if you're nachoing or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm so put hungry your, for no, chips. No, put
1: your chips away. <laughs> I
0: chips.
1: think it's important to still communicate and talk about the issues going on with your kids and in your blended family. Absolutely.
0: Okay, let's get in the details so you can prove to me that there's some some validity to nacho parenting.
1: Okay, so nachoine is to eat chips with salsa. And... Wait, wait, I got the. <laughs> don't forget the cheese, because that's mm. yummy. Okay, yeah. don't forget the queso. All right, nachoine is to treat the step kid as you would a friend's kid. So, okay, right? Okay. So, like when a friend's kid comes over, you're not like, you know, grounding them or do it's all, you know, you
0: not grounding, but if they're sticking a fork in an outlet, you go and stop them. Of course, them from doing of course. It. Or if they're destroying property, of course, or hitting other kids or biting kids, then right. you do things.
1: Of course, okay. of course. It's not saying turn a blind eye to everything going on around well, you. Well, that's what
0: people, that's how, because we've read some people talk about, oh, not so parenting.
1: Yes, that was the extreme. The but extreme. This is what I'm saying. This okay. is, we're not talking about the extreme. We're talking about, why I can see that this is beneficial. Okay. Okay. I
0: understand the first one. Got it.
1: Allow the bio parent to parent of their, to parent their own kid as they deem fit. So that kind of goes to the opposite of what we just talked about. You were saying, oh, we should just, you know, we talk about, we came up with an agreement. This is how we're going to do it. This, to me, that kind of sounds like that's not happening. Like, let's, we're not going to discuss it because I decide everything and you don't get to say, isn't that, do you feel like that's how that Well, I think sounds? it
0: could come across that way, but I, I would hope that it doesn't. Anytime you, you parent, you need to discuss, because imagine having two, let's say 12 year olds in the house, same age. Different rules for each kid in the same house. I think that's a, uh, to me,
1: that sounds like a recipe for disaster.
0: That is a disaster. And that to me, so I disagree with this.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Um, The next one, not engaging in negative and unhealthy interaction with the stepkids. I see now, I understand this, especially like when you and I got married. And like I said, you had teenagers. I didn't um, come down on them for anything. You did. I did not. So I feel like in the beginning when you're trying to build those relationships, especially with the teenagers that are already like, oh, this situation. <laughs>
0: um, I, you know what? I agree with this one. But I also think this, this should be with parents in general. You shouldn't have negative and unhealthy interactions with your kids even. You do have to tell them no. And sometimes you have to discipline them. Right? I mean, but... No, I disagree
1: with what you just said. We have lots of negative interactions with our kids. Not unhealthy, but well, All right,
0: negative, possibly yes. unhealthy yeah. is yeah. where I, mean, where when I we're got re- tied up on.
1: Yeah, when we're having an argument with our kids or we don't agree with what they're doing, that's going to be... They consider it a negative interaction for sure. When we're like, you're not doing that anymore. They, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Unhealthy, yes. No one should be having that. Un- I Then
0: un- I agree with this part when you're talking about teenagers. Yes. Not with little kids. Right.
1: So. Okay. Okay, so you agree with that one. Okay. This one's interesting. Act as a babysitter in the absence of the bio parent. So this to me is interesting because now if you just have stepkids and you have no bio kids, I think you could get away with this. But if you left and I'm at home with two of my kids and four of your kids and I'm like, Oh, well. You four, okay, go have some ice cream, and to my two kids, I'm like, no, you can't have. I,
0: you it, need to go I, to bed. It's like, yeah. I don't
1: know how that works.
0: I this yeah, this one, and you've relegated yourself to a babysitter of your stepkids. That's not a healthy relationship.
1: Yeah, it seems. It seems like the, at that point, if they feel that, if they feel like you're a babysitter, I feel like they're going to take advantage of you. Oh, I absolutely.
0: I <laughs> like when I when I babysat kids, I lost so much money because I paid the kids to go to bed. <laughs> a horrible babysitter. (laughs) I lost money babysitting, so I didn't babysit very long.
1: That's so funny. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not sure how how that would work.
0: All right.
1: Say nothing about or to the stepkids unless it's sheer praise. I get that one, Um, especially teenagers. Like, the only thing, like, you're not saying any, like, you know how they always say, like, it takes five positive comments to counteract one negative comment to your kids. So this is saying... Never say a negative comment to your stepkids. It's just about if there's something negative that you want to say, don't say it. Okay. And I I, I can get on board with that, <coughs> um, especially teenagers in this situation, right? When you no, I I,
0: I I can understand, yeah. but there might be times when, like, what if your what if your stepkid is walking all over your spouse?
1: Well, that's to me that's a different story. Then you've got to like reassess the situation.
0: You you right. need to you need to set some boundaries as well, um, with your stepkids and their interaction with with you and your spouse, their own their own parent. Right.
1: I just even though like I said, I do feel like not showing can work in some situations, I feel like it's just lending itself to confusion for the kids and even a little bit of I can do whatever I want.
0: I, I agree there, but there are some aspects on here that I think work both ways yeah yeah totally. okay let's go to the next one remove the target off your back and no longer being the bad guy (laughs) i'm sorry i this is like this is like parenting parenting for those parents that don't ever want to say no to their kids or don't ever want to correct their kids or anything like that i i just don't get it
1: i see now i do get this one in a blended family especially with older kids i totally get this one like you're not the bat. You're not going to do anything negative. You're not going to put yourself out there for them to be upset with you. So I do get, I do get that one. So, all right. And then it says have, have no interaction with your significant others. ex. Well, you shouldn't be doing that anyway, unless it's a positive interaction. Like obviously, I think when that says have no interaction i think i think what they're referring to is no negative interaction well like maybe you shouldn't you're not the one that should be sending emails and you're not the one that should be arranging kid oh i i totally i actually totally agree with that yes we agree remember the
0: bio parents are not you as the step parent so any coordination should really happen with the bio parents um i agree with that one yeah
1: now like we said we're just this is stereotyping obviously there's going to be some situations where yeah but it might be better to have the steps to it but in i think in most situations you know what step this, back from that
0: the, you know this reminds me down a little bit is maybe you're a helicopter parent and and now you're a helicopter step parent that would be the opposite of nacho parenting Well, I'm in control of everything and not everything all the time. So maybe that's why they're saying these things. Maybe this is geared towards those parents that can't find that happy medium.
1: Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe.
0: All right, let's keep going.
1: Let go of the things you cannot control and realize the ultimate control is to control how you let these things affect you. Okay, yeah. Did you understand what that just said?
0: Yeah, this is geared towards people that have control issues. Let go
1: of the things you cannot control and realize the ultimate control is to control how you let things affect you.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that makes sense. This is totally for those control freaks.
1: Yeah. That just said the word control three times in that yep. sentence. So maybe it is about, yeah, they want to, it's, it's people that are um, type A personalities, right? That want to control thing. everything. I need to control everything.
0: You guys have to realize in a blended family, you do not control everything. No, no. It's a joint. It's, you have to share control with your spouse, with your ex, and possibly with with their new spouse as well. Yeah, it's um, tricky. It's tricky.
1: It can be very tricky. All
0: right, last one in this section.
1: Help the step kid if they ask you for help. And it says that that help can be. Go ask your go dad. ask your dad or go ask your mom. <laughs> so if they come to you and say, "Hey, I need help with math," I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, go to your dad." I think that's interesting. So to me, if they're coming to you for help. You should help them.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: You should help them. To me, that's that's like a uh, that's an olive branch, right? That's a branch they're giving you. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. I, I this don't is know. A, I don't know this this first section to me was geared towards decreasing the st- uh, the stress of the step parent. Doesn't help the kid whatsoever. Hmm, that's, I, your, that's, that's my perception. That's your perception.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Let's do talk specifically about um, you yourself, right? As a step parent.
1: And right. how, how nacho kid method affects you, right? That's what I think okay. this section is about. Not about the kids anymore. It's about you. So understanding you are not there legally, biologically, osmosis or genie <laughs> in a bottle Parent. You are not your parent. You are not their mom. You're not their dad. You're neither. So that's, that's the first thing to understand about nacho kids that, uh, you, you, you come to that realization.
0: You, you know what you have come to that realization, but you are their stepmom. Yes. And because there's certain things that the kids are going to do with their mom that they're not going to do with you, even though you want to.
1: Of course. And you have to, like, you have to understand that and you have to accept that.
0: And, and, and it may be things that might, that you might find, wow, you know, like um, prom dress shopping or wedding dress shopping or wh- whatever the case may yeah. be for, for girls, things that you look forward to. And even if you have, they've been in your life for 10 or 15 years. You're still, you still don't get all the privileges of a mom. You do not.
1: Even though, you know, you may have had them just as much as their bio parent. um, That's still not your stay in your lane. How does that feel? Uh, Not great.
0: Yeah, I I agree. It doesn't. It
1: doesn't feel great. um, But you have to stay in your lane until that step kid invites you into their lane. You have to stay in your lane. Right? Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I yeah. agree.
0: This And that's a tough one. That is a tough one. It's, uh, it, can,
1: it can be hurtful, but you have to just smile and...
0: It's not meaning to be hurtful. No,
1: no, not at all. No, there, no one's meaning to hurt, but it is still hurtful. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, to- yeah, totally agree. Yeah.
0: Okay, next one.
1: Learning how to step back from the chaos. Well, we all have to learn how to do that. Yeah, this
0: one. I think this one's funny. <laughs> uh, this is normal parenting right here.
1: <laughs> well, it's chaos. I'm stepping back.
0: taking a time out. (laughs)
1: Okay. I mean, everybody has to learn how to do that. So, but I understand what it's saying. I mean, especially in a blended family, it can, it can be,
0: there's more chaos.
1: Yes. And heightened. And so to just go, okay, okay, let's, let's calm down. Deep breath. Yep, Yep. Deep breath. Calm down.
0: Okay. Identify your personal triggers, the roots of those triggers and how to avoid and, and cope with unhealthy interaction.
1: I like this one actually, because sometimes we do have those triggers for, for whatever reason we have triggers and maybe that's, what's causing you to have negative interactions with your stepkids is maybe it's not totally about them. It's something else that's triggering you.
0: Well, and I like the next step because it ties into this one. Understand that blending is hard and emotions are heightened in blended families because, um, first off, for the kids, and this is all about the kids, for the kids, it's really difficult. You have put them in a situation that is uncomfortable. Yes. Um, so everything is heightened, right? They're moving between houses sometimes, there's new siblings involved, there's new parenting style. This is really tough for kids. Yep. So you have to keep that in mind as as your triggers come up, you're gonna have to understand your triggers, and you have to be more heightened and aware of yourself.
1: You know, I was reading in one of my uh, Facebook groups of blended families yesterday and someone posted something about how, you know, they were having such a hard time with the blending of the families. And there was like a hundred comments and there was probably 50 of those comments that said blending a family is definitely the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And it is challenging and it is, and you have to figure, where is my lane? How do I stay in it? How do I, if they invite me out of my lane and, oh, wait, I'm not, you know, when to step in and yeah, it's, well, it's, that goes
0: on to this next one here, creating a step parent role that works for you. You're not, you're not the bio or legal uh, parent. You are a step parent. So you got to figure out what that means, right? Um, And that fits into that.
1: Well, I like that it says, focus on your blended relationship or marriage, not the stepkids or your significant other's ex. Because sometimes Mm, you get obsessed with, why are they doing this? Why is it like this? Why do they, you know, you're right. Oh yeah. You get obsessed with, and it's like, whoa, whoa. That is something you definitely can't control is your ex or your spouse's ex. Like you have no control over that. So Definitely got to step back from that and go, okay, not the right thing to focus on. <laughs> Definitely not. But
0: that's an easy trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an easy, easy yes. trap to fall into. It is. Especially when your kids come back and talk about how great of a weekend they had with dad and and uh, his new wife. And you're sitting at... Uh, yeah, and you're stuck doing homework with them on the uh, during the yes, week. Yes, and or... you're feeling
1: resentful, and yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. You you, you got to push that aside. Yeah, which is really tough.
1: It is can be really tough. All right, next one: being supportive of your significant other in their parenting role. So this good can, job! This counteracts
0: way up earlier when we talked about. Um, you know, almost like ignore. Like stepping back. Yeah, Stepping back. Have no, yeah, let go. Bye bye. Yeah, so I like how they say this. You need to talk, you need to share and interact and bounce ideas off of each other. Still understanding that the bio parent is ultimately responsible. I think that's what they're saying.
1: Yeah, it says it's their job to parent. It's your job to be their partner. That's how, that's what nacho parenting is. So, but I like that at least they're saying be supportive in their parenting role. Right. Because I think the extreme nachoing is where people are like, don't even talk to me. Like
0: that's your kid problem. Yes.
1: So at least this, 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 see that, that's why, see, do you see why I was saying that
0: maybe, you know, I would say 50% of this (laughs) stuff was, was good. Yeah. 50%. I understand where they were coming from. I just don't agree with it.
1: Yeah. All right. And then the next one, creating the step parent role that works best for you. Oh, we talked about that one. Yep. Re-engaging with the stepkids in the role you specifically designed to fit your blend. Now that one I really like. So maybe you're you were having just all these negative interactions with your stepkid, right? And you've decided, you know what, this isn't working. We're not, you know, we're not gaining any ground here. So you step back and you figure out how to re-engage, right? In a different, role. in a different, in a different role. Do you, depending on the age of the
0: kid, do you think you talk
1: to him about it? Sure. Depending on their age. Absolutely. Like, you know what? Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to step back a little bit. I'm not going to try and be on your case, but I want to be there for you. Right? I don't know.
0: Maybe. That's interesting. All
1: right. So, okay. So after this discussion, what do you think? Because this is the first time you're seeing it. Yeah, this
0: is the first time I'm seeing it. So I obviously had some (laughs) strong opinions.
1: (laughs) What?
0: I want to get back to eating chips and salsa, (laughs) by the way. Um, But. I think there's key aspects that they have in here that are valuable. I think other ones are actually harmful.
1: Yeah, and I think that it everyone's blended family is different. Every single blended family is different. That's why it's blended, right? We put things in a blender and you, they <laughs> Can are And you all, hope they come yes. out. Yes, <laughs> so I think that it's also okay to pick and choose some of these things in here that you go, you know what, this is going to work for our family and these others aren't. You don't have to do everything on this list. I,
0: I, I think the number one thing for me... The number one thing that you need to focus on, on blending your family is the children on your relationship should be number one in your marriage. But blending the family that needs to work down with that, the children and putting them first in the family. But your relationship with your spouse needs to be first priority in in your relationship yeah I know that sounds a little strange but
1: well I think the kids feel that if they feel like you're you're one you're a partnership they won't run over you like you know what I mean I feel like if they if they see a fracture there they're like oh I'm gonna play yeah
0: oh and they and they so. will because they're trying to they're trying to oh what's the best No, they're drowning yeah and they're going to reach up onto anything they can to get their head up above water. Yeah. And um, so you have to be a foundation for them and, and strong together. Um, but also remember when you are doing the the co-parenting uh, or, or blended parenting, whatever the case may be, that you need to really look at the individual kids. I, because we we know this already. Some of my kids, they talk to you 10 times more than they talk to me.
1: Yeah, like I said, every blended family is different. And you just have to figure out what works best for you.
0: Okay, our lemonade moment of the week. Italy! How can Italy be lemons?
1: Well trying to get back in the swing of things the time change is killer Yeah, nine hours it's a it's a killer little time change so and i'm trust me i'm not whining we were so blessed to be able to take a trip we took a trip with our three left at home for spring break went to italy um it was wonderful um lots of lemonade but
0: but coming back there were lemons
1: <laughs> it was it was it was a little rough uh, the kids adjusted far quicker than we did
0: yeah and in fact i came home Slept in our bed for a little bit and then hopped on an airplane and went to DC. You did. I felt so bad on for a you. red eye and then came back. I had no idea what time zone I was in. <laughs>
1: that was awful. It was awful. It was it, awful. It's taking
0: me longer this time to get readjusted. Oh. So, so yeah. So
1: we're gonna do another podcast on uh, talking about our
0: trip. And mm-hmm. hey, taking kids to Europe—is it worth it or not? Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Okay.
1: If you like today's episode.
0: Give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google.
1: And head to Facebook and like us.
0: And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. And But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby.